Hey, how about them tops, son? All day, SEC boys. You're listening to the Red Out Podcast. Hello and welcome into another Red Out Podcast. My name is Devin and I'm coming at you from the snowy two-inch Red Out Studios. We've got a good... See if we can get okay. Here we go. See if I can get Jared on. And uh, just uh, as always, guys, like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. And uh, we appreciate your support. We do a mailbag every week, and we'll be getting to those questions here momentarily. Uh, We've got one. Let's see if I can get Jacob into the studio. I've got a new uh, writer for the Towel Rack who's going to be joining us. Uh, he's do, done a few pieces thus far. And while I am working on that, let's see here. Um, there we go. Can you hear me, Jake? There we go. Can you hear me? Yes. Sounds good, my man. There we go. Okay, let me turn you up a little bit. And we got Jared coming in the studio right now. Hey, hey how's it going, guys? Going good. Going good. Welcome. I'm glad you could join us, man. Yeah, me too. I finally got around to it, man. Yeah, it's nice. I've been trying to, you know, push the D&D back just so I can get on one. <laughs> oh, nice. There you go. Hey, can you turn your volume up just a little bit? Let me see if I can do it for you. Here, is this better? Do it one more time. What about this? Is this better? That's, that's better. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot better. Um, okay, let's see oh, here. First time using this new microphone, and uh, I'm still trying to figure it out. No, no, no. What is it? Um, my dad gave it to me. It's, let's see. Where's the uh, the Yeti uh, blue design? Oh, no. nice. Okay, those are good. Yeah, he let me borrow it. So he tried to teach me how to use it, but I got everything. I got everything pretty much perfect except how to turn the sound down on my headphones, and I'm just like, whatever. I can be deaf after the podcast. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um. But I'm trying to get questions pulled up here. So Jake has been writing for the Tower Rack for, what, about a month or two now? Yeah. yeah. It's like early December. All right. So how are you liking it so far? Oh, dude, it's great. I'm actually like halfway, halfway, almost done, probably like 75%, honestly, writing about all the transfers. I mean, it's just been into the football program, and it's just been, man, it's been a year for the transfer portal. It really yes. Has. Yes. Yes, it definitely has. Um <laughs> And the way we start most shows, Jake, is we're going to talk about uh, winners and losers. So winners and losers can be anything from somebody you see doing something stupid and on TV, whether it's real life or not, uh, sports-wise. Uh, for instance, I guess my first winner and loser I'll do this week is going to be Tom Brady going to his 10th Super Bowl. God. The uh, most sorry. in... The most in NFL history, which, Jared, you got to give him props to that. I mean, he has ruined my life for 16 years. I mean, ever since I've been old enough to be a sports <laughs> fan. I was a Dolphins fan, and he is – yeah. I mean, he's ruined my life basically as long as I've been able to understand sports in any capacity. I mean, I do think it's really cool. I will say I love Tampa Bay. I've been down there a few times on vacation. Great place to go. But, I mean – I mean, I, I still don't like Tom Brady. Someone cannot cause. Imagine someone causing you 16 years worth of pain. You don't just <laughs> let. You don't just let go of that. You don't want that yeah. person to succeed. So, I mean, I'm all in on the Chiefs. I'm all in on the Chiefs. I want to see Mahomes throw for like 600 yards. Well, and that's uh, this is what I'll take away from Tampa doing as well as they have been. A lot of people are throwing it on Brady's shoulders, which yes, he's been to several Super Bowls, but. My takeaway is, is that the defense is doing so well. Their defense, Tampa's defense, is doing amazing so far this year. And also, he brought in Tom Brady. Did all those other people? I mean, Antonio Brown, Rob Gronkowski. I mean, they already had Mike Evans and uh, the Godwin. So they had a ton of good. They had a few good players, but he brought in even more when he came. So I mean, yeah, Godwin, and they got and they got Leonard Fournette too. 
So <laughs> yes, yeah, I mean he, he's sort of like LeBron as far as he would, Tom Brady goes to a new team and he has to take all of these people with him instead of stick with the people that were already on the roster because he knows it wouldn't work out. <laughs> well, hey, that's smart, honestly. Yeah, um, yeah. To be able to do to. Antonio Brown. Yeah. There's only two people and Gronk, I guess. Three people. Yeah, Gronk. Yeah. Gronk is an amazing tight end on his own. I mean, of course, you know, he's beat up and everything else. I don't know. Did he get a what a year one year contract with him? Uh, I can't remember. It was one or two. Yeah. Um but that's my big winner this week. Uh Jared, who do you have? For winners, uh, man, that's tough. I guess me because I'm out of quarantine, so that's fun. But, but I'm also loser at the same time because I was scheduled to work six of the next seven days right out of the right off the bat. So yeah, I mean nothing says welcome to the real world like that. But it's okay. Okay, so my entire... and also there. Ooh, sorry, I just remember no, one no. important. So the Pacers had this big trade. It was like a four-team trade where uh, James Harden ended up going to Brooklyn, and Brooklyn sent Karis LeVert to the Pacers. And uh, when he took his physical, they actually found a cyst on his kidney, and it turned out to be cancerous. And they were actually able to remove it, and thankfully it was so early into the stages that just getting rid of the tumor on his kidney, he's actually cancer-free, so he should be able to play hopefully pretty soon. But I think that's amazing because if he wouldn't have gotten traded, then they may not have ever detected it. I mean, at least as soon as they should have. So it's a blessing in disguise and many reasons for well, him to end up in Indiana. I'm pretty sure that's what happened to Mitchell Henry for Western. Yeah, I think so. When he went to the Packers. Yeah. When he went to the Packers, he, um, I think he had a physical or something. And it's the, and, and I can't remember what kind of cancer he had, you know, RIP Mitch, but, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that, that it's sometimes these doctors who do physicals are doing God's work, so to speak. Yeah, yeah if you can sit here, Abby, in the background. Sorry, but <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah, okay, so I have a whole new avenue of buttons to push now. So, oh, god, yes, it's gonna be great. Um, so you got any losers besides uh, you and the Tampa Bay? Uh, I mean, <laughs> well, yes, UCF fans, Central Florida fans, because they lost their AD and their head football coach to Tennessee. Which that's oh, did crazy. they? Yeah. Which hey, winner us because a lot of people had Todd it's on that Todd. list. Yeah, your cousin. Thankfully, I mean, yes. he said that yes. he's gonna wait until the money's right. So yes. No, God, no. No, 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 no. We're not. No, we're not related. We're uh, we may be distantly somewhere related, but no, we're not related. Not really. Uh, just a little joke I like to talk about on the podcast. Um, so, Jake, do you have any winners? Of course. And I'm going to go with uh, for my winner, uh, GME GameStop. Stocks are. Oh, yeah. <laughs> everywhere blowing up. Reddit. Reddit's manipulating the stock market and hedge fund users, uh, companies losing. They're losing. There's the losers. Man, they're losing billions off of that. It's pretty crazy right now. Um, AMC might be next, so watch out for that. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I don't even, I don't even myself completely understand it. I really don't. Um, Yeah, me neither. I've been trying so hard to understand it. See, I'm also in this like meme group message. Um, it like sends memes, but every now and then when something big happens, we talk about it. And there's like 1,500 people in this group. Message. I had like 300 messages today from it when I opened it up because everybody was trying to like. There's one guy in there trying to trying to explain what is happening with GME, like GameStop stocks and all that. And like I was reading it today, and I was just like, I am so freaking lost, man. I don't know what's going on, but I just know that stuff is going to the moon right now. <laughs> yeah, my problem. Go ahead. I took approxi- I took approximately zero business classes when I was at Western. So yeah. Uh ditto <laughs> on that. But um <laughs> my thing is is I feel like we should at least buy GameStop GameStop stock for like four fifty or something, you know, like for the whole thing. That's what they get. Yeah. Because that's what they do that's when we sell GameStop. Yeah. 
Be like, yeah, I know you got like 42 games, but here's $5. Yeah, it's like Pawn Store. Here's my new Xbox Series. You go in and they're like, I'll give you three bucks. And you're like, I have the entire PlayStation 4 library. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, but you could get like 100 bucks with in store credit. Yeah. It's like, yeah, dude. Why would I be in here if I needed, if I was going to do that? No. Um, yes. If you could turn up your mic just a little bit, we'll be golden again. I think I uh, scooted away from it. I think that's what's happening. I'm in a right chair right now. Is it better now? Now you good. Yeah, it's just it's just a little low, but uh, okay. I'm gonna turn it. I'm gonna turn it way up. I was hesitant to turn it up because I'm not like completely sure. Just to, I'm gonna keep talking. Just tell me when to stop. Is you good? go right ahead. Is it good? Are we good? How about now? A little more. How about now? A little more. How about now? Hey, hey, keep going. Right here. Right here. Right here, right here, right here. Okay. That's good. Hey, that's you and uh, you and Jared are about at the same level now. Okay, perfect. Okay, so um, Jake, I'm sorry I kind of threw you out on the limb here, but I forgot to mention uh, Western volleyball, which we are volleyball. You at Western uh, did really well. They have climbed to number 24 in the AVCA top 25 rankings. So, congrats to women's volleyball. I mean, year after year, they. <laughs> Sorry, I just got a message from Mr. Hilltopper. But anyway, year after year, women's volleyball is doing phenomenal. And the, Coach Hudson's just doing a, a phenomenal job. Just, It's a dynasty. I mean, at this point, it's just just year after year. So, uh, And Mr. Hilltopper is informing us he thinks he has COVID. Oh, Yikes. no. Yes, Jared did it to you, and I'm sorry. No, I, unless he <laughs> went to go take a picture of my cutout that was in diddle. <laughs> That, that would be really funny <laughs> if you did take a picture with your cutout and got COVID. Uh, that's that's some new transmission stuff. Um, CDC on that. Yes, yeah. we need to call Fauci and see how this works. <laughs> that would be really funny. We get him. We get Fauci on the phone, and uh, he's like, uh, "Okay, so we have a friend who went and saw another friend's cutout who had COVID. Could he get it from COVID? Could he get COVID from the cutout? <laughs> and just be dead serious and see what he says. I think Fauci uh, would just tell you to wear them. Yeah, yeah. they probably just tell you to wear like four face masks or something. Yeah. <laughs> be like two ferns over here and he'd be like, what? No. <laughs> like, so can I, can, does that mean we can catch pictures? Uh, I mean, not pictures, catch COVID from pictures of people who have COVID. Please tell us, doctor. Yeah. He just <laughs> walk away. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Mr. Hilltopper says conspiracy everywhere. Uh, so Western's volleyball is doing really well. They've got St. Louis. At 11 a.m. on the 31st, the Pelicans. Uh, they've got Evansville on the 31st at 6 p.m. Uh, then they play again on the 7th and 8th. They play FAU. Um, okay, and they've got West Virginia on March 12th. This is one of the big updates on WKU Sports. Uh, so follow Western Volleyball. I don't know how ticket sales are going with volleyball and – with all that, but support them any way you can, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't have a clue. Jared, or do you have any idea on how volleyball ticket sales are volleyball? Really? I haven't really got to look into it as much. I've barely looked into <laughs> basketball. I mean I'm I'm a, I'm technically season ticket holder with basketball, so I still get all of the info with it whenever they send out emails. But I mean with volleyball I haven't really seen anything. If anybody that's listening knows anything about as far as ticket sales for women's volleyball, just send us a message on Facebook or Twitter or whatever and uh, let us know because I would appreciate that just just to support the women's volleyball because they do a really good job. They really play well. Um, I mean, they are literally the best team on the campus. So. I mean, literally, yeah. I mean, year after year, they're ranked top in the top 25 easily, um, and they go to the tournament in their sport most years, so – well, here, boys, let me say something real quick, really, because you guys got me thinking here. And so I just got on Google and I pulled up and I said, I just typed in WKU women's volleyball uh, tickets. The, the first link comes up with something from 2018. So I passed over it. The <laughs> second link goes to WKUsports.com and you scroll down and get, you see the podcast, all their other stuff, weather report, mobile ticketing information. And it says records and has sport. It literally has women's golf, men's golf, women's tennis, men's basketball, women's basketball, and track and field. No volleyball. What's going on there? What's yeah. going on? There? I don't know. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to holler at uh, Todd and see what's going on. 
Mr. Hilltopper says uh, there are limited seats remain. Singles five dollars, season thirty five for women's volleyball. Now this is the uh, okay. They just yeah. So single tickets are five dollars. Uh, season tickets are thirty five. So if you got a young lady, middle school, younger, wants to go watch some volleyball, you know you're gonna probably have to wear a mask or whatever. But it's five bucks for a single and thirty five for a season. And these young ladies are doing awesome. Hey, if they're even in high school, you can take them. And if they're playing volleyball in high school, they can watch these collegiate athletes play. And maybe they can pick up something. I think it's really good for these young women to see other women succeeding in this sport. So, hey, support women's volleyball. Um, I'm on StubHub right now, too. And just Lady (laughs) Toppers is all I'm seeing. Um, Trying to find it something somewhere. We need some recognition yes. out there for women. Yes. Um, Mr. Hilltoppers uh, saying he wishes he was in town. No, we don't want you in town if you've got COVID, dude. Stay home. <laughs> Gosh, no. We just don't need you giving it back to Jared's cutout. Um, yeah. So, what's cutout doing? goes to one basketball game. It's all over. <laughs> I mean, yeah. maybe – Maybe the reason why all of our games have been postponed is it's the other team. Maybe it's me. I don't know. Maybe they all know that my cutout is there. Yeah, Old Dominion knew that, and they were like, man, we can't do this. Same with FAU. Hey, that guy tested positive for COVID. We can't have his cutout here. We need to get somebody that's with the managers and basketball to move Jared's cutout from the stands into the visiting locker room. (laughs) No. Yeah, that'd be so confusing if you were the visiting team. There's just some <laughs> random cardboard cutout in the locker room. You're just like, what is going on? That would be a good intimidation yeah. tactic. We should look into it. That that would be really funny, actually. Uh, so <laughs> women's basketball, we'll scoot on to them, uh, played on 7 p.m. on January 22nd. They played the Mutts, um, and they lost, sadly. Um, they had about 500 people in attendance. Like I said, support Lady Tops sports in any way you can. Um. Okay, so, uh, and yeah, we'll talk about that in just a second, Mr. Hilltopper, about Western's football dropping their schedule. But uh, Lady Tops lost 75 to 65. And I mean, basically, from the second quarter, MTSU just kind of ran away with it. Um, Western shot 43% from the field, MTSU 45. We had a little bit better in three point percentage than they did. Uh, turnovers killed us, and they – I mean, rebounds is where it was. They they had 39, we had 28. Um, and, of course, Elda Galway had 26 points, and she was 10 of 21, which, I mean, that's that's under half. We can't have that. So, But um, overall, Western did decent. I think the Mutts are actually in first place in the conference. Yeah. No, I'm going I'm to correct one you out. real quick. I'm going to correct you real quick here, uh, Devin. I, th- uh, I think you're looking at the box score for the one that was 75-65. Yes. Uh, she, she went 7 for 15 and had 20 points against okay. MTSU last last outing. So. Okay. Well, that's – that's yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm at the one before. Yeah, I'm just yeah. – you know. No, you're good. We just do this weekly, so I try to yeah. cover both real quick. But, oh, my um, bad. My bad. Apologies. No, you're good. No, you're good. You're good. Here. My bad. Uh, no, you're good. And uh, – <laughs> So, anyway, and then uh, quickly, let's see here. Uh, just like Jake was saying, uh, Western played middle again on the 23rd, um, which was four days ago. Lost 77-60. Uh, Gawe shot 20 points, 7 for 15, like he was saying. Uh, the Mutts basically just turned it up, and they shot 49% from the field, and we shot 36 and three points. We still led uh, with 31. They had 27. Equal on turnovers, and we had more rebounds, but they just shot better from the field. And they basically led us from the seven-minute mark in the first quarter. So, I mean, it looks like um, middle is one game from, from first place with Charlotte, but Charlotte's only had four games. So, I, And that's what kills me. Like, you can be undefeated with, like, three games and still be technically leading the conference, and it's like, why? You've only played four games. Middle technically should be leading right now. They're seven and one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's but I think it's weighted, I guess. Yes. Um, so anyway, let's get into football. Western has dropped the 2021 schedule for football. Um, but Jared, I know you've got a piece out on that, right? Or are you working on one or somebody is? 
Maybe. No? I, not really. <laughs> I was like, there is a tweet about it. Okay. Okay. Let's go to that. Um, so, what did you think of the uh, schedule? Personally, I think it's a pretty good schedule. I mean, we have some not as super strong teams in the west side that we're playing. We're playing UTSA. We're also playing Rice, which Rice, I mean, Rice they, they upset Marshall last year. I'm still thankful that they absolutely destroyed their perfect season, obviously. Yes. But the biggest things on the schedule for me to take away uh, is, one, we play Michigan State and East Lansing. I think that's going to be really good. Uh, I mean, I don't know how good they're going to be next season, but we, we still haven't gotten that Big Ten win since we've been in uh, the Division One. So I really want us to get a Big Ten win. I don't know if we could upset them or not. I mean, hopefully we can get some stuff ironed out with our offense and having all these new additions before then. But that one's going to be big. Of course, we play Indiana. They could they just went, had a they had a really good season. That's going to be tough playing yeah. them. But, I mean, at those Big Ten schools, you know how it kind of goes. But the, another one that's really cool is that we're playing Army, and that's going to be for the 20th anniversary of 9-11. So ev- everyone needs to try to make plans to be at that game because Absolutely. that's going to be like a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Of course, that Army, too. Yeah. I mean, if you can t- take the time off, schedule a vacation <laughs> or a trip or something to go up there and see it, I'm sure the weather would be beautiful. And, of course, just all of the ceremony that would be behind that, too. I feel like that would be really cool. And also, finally, uh, Marshall. The game against Marshall is scheduled during Rivalry Week again. So it's going to be close to Black Friday and Thanksgiving. It's like November 27th. It's going to be the last game of the year. I mean, that's always when it was at its peak that's when it was. So I'm glad that they finally moved that back instead of having it in like October or something. It just didn't feel the same. So are all the starred games, they're conference games, I'm assuming. That's what I'm looking at on. Okay. Yes. So what is RV in front of Army? I don't get that. RV? Uh, I'd have to be looking at it. On WK Sports. Um, I'm looking at the schedule right now. The gra- Are you talking about the graphic they put out? No, this is just their little typed out thing, and it says September 11th. Oh, return! Oh, it's return visit because we played the oh. uh, at home. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha, 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 gotcha. Okay, no, that'll be. I think that'll be really cool. Um, we played. I know we played Army at the 10th anniversary of 9/11, and that was when they had their. They actually did a little uh, helmet sticker, and it 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 was really cool. It was the twin towers and all, and the Pentagon shape. Um, if you don't know what that is, if you don't haven't seen it, just Google it. It was really cool though. Um, and I think that, that our managers traded stickers because Western did a American flag towel and, um, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Mr. Topper, I, I knew it wasn't a, uh, RV, but, <laughs> uh, but anyway, um, yeah, they did Western did an American flag sticker and I've actually still got one. On one of my old iPads, um, oh, cool. I put it on the I put it on the on the the hardcover, I guess, of the OtterBox case for it. Um, but yeah, um, looking at the schedule, uh, UT Martin scares me because for whatever reason we always lose those games. It's <laughs> uh, valid. But Indiana's, I think, I think you're right. Indiana's going to be a tough game. Uh, Michigan State's going to be a cool game, I think. Yes. Um, I don't know if have we ever played Michigan State. Um, I can really get on sure. the Google right now. Let's check it out. Check it out. Um, and, of course, so I'm guess okay, so we traded off UTEP for a Western play person. Is that right? I'm assuming. Because weren't we, like, partnered with somebody in the West and we always played them? Uh, Is that right, Jared? I don't know. Uh, I mean, I, I don't really know. I mean, I know that the West teams were playing. I wish we were playing UAB. I always want us to play UAB in football. but There I is mean, possibility for a great rivalry there. Yes. It's, uh, I think we're on the brink. Like, maybe in a couple more years, like, we'll be full-out rivals with UAB. I think that that could happen. And depending on what happens in basketball, too, that could decide a lot of that. But I agree. They're right down 65. And yeah. they, they have a very passionate fan base, and their team's really good. I mean, we have that as well. I mean, football was a little subpar this past <laughs> season, but 
I think I think that it could be close. And of course, like the history with like the whole Mars Bar stuff and <laughs> them beating yeah. us in Birmingham yeah. in the conference tournament with that 10 second violation on CHD. I'll never forget that. That's probably the oh, maddest man. I've ever been watching a ball game. I don't know the Wisconsin <laughs> WKU game a couple years back when they called like oh, some crazy yeah. foul on the baseline to end the game and we lost. That was yeah. when I was mad. I was gonna yeah, say at least they, they did get beat when they came to Diddle though, and that and that wasn't an accident either. So they deserve that. We're gonna have to do like a maddest fan reaction. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, that's, that'd be. Good. We'll have to do. That'll have to be one of our like Mount Rushmores one night. <laughs> yeah, there, I'm sure there's several. There are so many times. I mean, especially like the six men on the floor with Louisiana to uh, Lafayette. That was another one. Oh my gosh! Yes, that's ridiculous. I don't even know how that happens. Yeah, just well, it's like officials. The, well, uh, okay. Speaking of how that happens, uh, you've heard the historical fifth down. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, where sad. the team actually got two fourth downs and the refs didn't catch it until yeah. after the game. Which, by the way, you know how mad I would be as a coach. Oh man, I would, I would be fuming. Yeah, wouldn't even get the second down, like the second fourth down off. I would be on the field. Like, <laughs> I agree. They'd have to drag me out of there. Um, so it, the the schedule looks really good. Um, obviously Indiana and Michigan State are going to be our money games, and they're back to back. So, um, kind of get them over with. We have never played Michigan State before. By the way, this is our first time. That's the cool. Only thing. The only thing we are like either tied with or beating them like uh, program record wise, we have more conference championships and we are tied with Heisman winners. Cool. Yeah. I was like, how many we got? Zero. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Zero. We're tied at cool. zero. Um, and historically like Northern schools don't do as well as Southern schools. And the reason I say that is, for instance, Miami. We'll say Miami, Florida. Let's say that you're Jake, Jared. You're both young wide receivers looking to go play somewhere. And Michigan State calls and Miami calls. Where are you most likely to go? Miami. Miami. Exactly. Exactly. Well, I mean, well, I, mean I already girl, and stuff. Bikinis. I mean, all that stuff. You're like, okay, this is this looks fun. Why would I go to Michigan where it's like negative 30 degrees you know in november i'm like no i mean i guess the only ones that get away with that is like ohio state and michigan i mean they're probably the biggest ones yes yes um i definitely like ohio state because that's not ohio state's not that far south compared to like michigan or michigan state honestly no just no no disrespect to nebraska but if someone offered me as a wide receiver to go to nebraska or or i got one from fau i would go to fau (laughs) Yeah, I'd stay in yeah. Boga. I don't even care if it's like a power five school. Forget Nebraska. There's nothing there. No, except there's corn. corn. Except corn. corn. Yeah, that's it. There's just corn. And if you've ever been to Nebraska University, that's all it is. Like I remember driving from our hotel, and I I, I always get these switched. We drove from Lincoln to Omaha, or was it Omaha to Lincoln? <laughs> that's how that's how bland that city is. And the only thing I remember was corn the entire trip. Yeah. And I'm just, you're just looking out the window and it's like corn, 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 corn. Oh my God, is this it's, all these people have? It's not no the cool corn. No, it's not the cool corn. It's boring. Yeah, it's like there's no music being played. It's just literal corn stalks. It's just disappointing. Like. <laughs> yeah, they talk about us in Kentucky. Uh, <laughs> At least we got but, bluegrass, man. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, like the grass is blue here. It's great. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, uh, Jake, how happy are you with the scholar, uh, with the, uh, scholarship, with the, uh, schedule, (laughs) man, I'll tell you what, um, I like it. I like it a lot and I'm very happy. I think it'll be huge. I don't think we can state it enough how big it is that we're playing at army on the nine 11, like Memorial day. Um, that is just huge for recruiting. I think. That is like a huge get, and I want to know who got us that like position because if it was Todd Stewart, he deserves a lot of credit, a lot, because that is just huge for our program. And I think playing Indiana off of such a big year is another good because we we always have good games with Indiana in football. I remember a couple years ago, last time we played them, it was we it went down to the wire. I think the final score was like thirty eight to twenty eight, and they beat us, but it was a really good game, and I enjoyed watching it a lot. And um, 
So I'm really excited for the Indiana game as well. Um, Michigan State, here's the new beginnings, you know. Can't wait for that. Two Big Ten teams in a row. Those are going to be tough. I can't see us winning that game, probably. Uh, and like you said about our first game with UT, um, was it UT Martin, was it? Or who was yeah. it again? Yes, yes, yes. UT Martin. I just hope we don't drop it this year. <laughs> mm-hmm. I feel you, man. Yeah, man. And another thing with the Michigan State game is that it's like a top 10 mascot battle, too, with Sparty and oh, the Grand. Yeah. Yeah, they should have a dance off at halftime. Oh, they'll have they should to just give them sticks like and let them fight. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no, just not sticks. Just one stick and break it in half. And throw it out. <laughs> yeah. Put it right. The, put it right at the fifty and make them run from the goal <laughs> yeah. line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, great. start. We're gonna have to start training Big Red now. I think he might have to lose some pounds. I, I seen Sparty looks a little muscly. So. Wait. Well, hey. hey, if Big Red can fit him in his mouth, he can just swallow him. That's, just down. That's true. That's true. It's, it's like, uh, you know. I was gonna make like a a, a one punch man. I was like, I was gonna make a one punch man anime reference right there, but I don't think our watchers or anybody in here would probably get it. So I'll save that one for next time. I would get it, but that's okay. Um, okay, yeah. I was gonna say like the the big he's like the big dude from the hero from One Punch Man. He, like eats all the villains. Like they're always like villain monologuing. And next thing yeah. you know, he's just like eating them already. That's Big Red. Yep, that sounds about right. Um, so middle is gonna be November sixth. That's not bad. When is homecoming? Anybody know? Uh, I don't know. Let me see if I can find it here. Just ah, crap. It's, pro- it's probably oh. in the fine text. Yes, I imagine it will be. <clears throat> I guess not. Okay. Well, they, they might not decide be- until a later date. Yeah, yeah. they'll probably. Here, I'll get on the old Google machine. I'm, I imagine it's either going to be Charlotte or Middle. Hopefully middle. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah. but that's think, awfully uh, late. I don't see it would. I don't think it would be all the way in November though. Usually they have it in October. Well, then it's going to be Charlotte, big Charlotte or UTSA because those are, and UTSA is October 9th. Last year yeah, it was probably October be 10th. UTSA. It was okay, supposed to so, be Halloween uh, last year, wasn't it against Old Dominion? Am I don't remember. It up? I thought so. No, you may not. You may be right, but I don't remember. Um, but honestly, like, I would rather have a, I would rather have a, uh, a homecoming game against Charlotte than UTSA, in my opinion. But that's just me. Just looking especially, at their record from last year, yeah. Especially with uh, you know how salty the Charlotte fans have been lately at us on Twitter. Partially <laughs> my fault on that. But, uh, no, I think it's great because I mean, anytime <laughs> that you get in those crazy discussions, I used to do that all the time with people. <laughs> I didn't even know that Charlotte had that many diehard fans that would be that yeah, triggered dude. about stuff. And we'll like, find them. <laughs> Apparently, they <laughs> like, will. Right? They're just like talking about how much they're like. You guys think you're so much better than you are, and I'm like, no, I think Charlotte's worse than they are. Like, it's not that. I, think <laughs> I mean, we're thirteen and four, so I mean, <laughs> yeah. we're pretty good. They're like talking all this trash, and I'm like, well, okay. And the next week they lose to a uh, Division two school, and I'm just like, yeah, you guys want to like talk trash now? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> don't bring that up too loud because that that'll be our luck. I will say <laughs> though, true, Charlotte has Charlotte has beaten the best two teams in Conference USA. Arguably, they've beaten us, and they also beat UAB as well. But I would attribute that to the back to back games that are going on lately. That's what I would attribute mm-hmm. that to, because yeah. You know, Mm-hmm. Well, there's finally starting to be more sweeps now. That's one thing I've noticed with all of the state of conference USA pieces I've been doing. Like it started where almost all the games were split, but this past weekend there was like four or five different matchups where they were all swept. So yeah. I'm, it, I mean, it's finally kind of starting. The competition is starting to go the way that we would think that it would. But it's, I mean, yeah, that's better, honestly, for the. I I still don't trust UAB. I mean, sure they have Andy Kennedy as their coach now. Sure they are like twelve and two. But I still feel like they might be full skull just the fact that they've had a pretty weak non-conference schedule. And, I mean, they've done all right in conference. But, I mean, uh, I think that we could take care of business against them, at least I hope. I think so, too. I mean, we'll see. Um, so, moving on to basketball. Uh, men's basketball. Uh, looks like Charles Bassey led the game on the 24th. Let's see. That's... You know, I'm sorry, 23rd, 23rd. Um, let's go to the 23rd. Charles Bassey was led Western with 16 points, uh, 7 of 12 from the field, and 1 for 2 free throws. 
Uh, Western shot 51% and 50% from three. Uh, the only thing we did have, uh, we led in rebounds with 35, but we had more turnovers with 17. Um, but Western basically just dominated, you know, from about what, a, like five minutes to go in the first, they just dominated the rest of the game and just led. Um, it's kind of, when I look at the game flow, it looks, it reminds me of the opposite of the way the girls went. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't know how we thought it was going to go last week when we were talking about it. Um, but so Jared, did you watch the game and what did you think? I was able to watch the first one. I didn't get to watch the second one because I had to go back to work. But first one, I mean, well, even with both of those games, I mean, we won by double digits, but I still feel like we should have been able to beat them by a lot more than we did because I mean, middle's pretty bad and I I can't understand at all why we can't just blow somebody out by at least 20 points or more because i mean i know that's just kind of how it's been with rick stansbury's team since he's been here that i mean we just played to the level of our competition like we could play like the the owensboro ymca and we would probably only win about 15 points just because (laughs) i don't know but it's just really frustrating yes put me on it as well i'll be the point forward (laughs) But Look at the uh, girl, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's still a really good win just to go ahead and be six and two in conference. I think that's a really good start. And of course, I mean, the big thing is we're probably not going to be playing Old Dominion this weekend. They've already canceled that. And then FAU, they just had to postpone against Marshall. We play them next week. So if we go two weeks without playing anybody, that's going to suck. Especially mm-hmm. FAU because FAU is a team we need to we should be capable of sweeping anyways. So yes. we get past so if we get to them and play them, we'd be eight and two in conference, fifteen and three overall. That's a good record. That's gonna start making us rise even further. Like Jerry Palm with CBS Sports, he just had Western as an at large twelve play in uh, so that's pretty big for us to be a play nice. team. And so, I mean, it, I can't remember. I didn't look it up because I was too lazy, but I can't remember the last time Conference USA <laughs> had more than uh, one team represented in the NCAA tournament. It's probably been since that it was Conference USA 10 years ago is basically the American now. So that was probably the last time that they had more than one team go in the tournament. But, I mean, we just need to take care of business. I don't know if we'll be able to pick up anyone or not. I did see us from a source that we might pick up a very big game, but I personally don't believe it. I will believe it if it happens. But I I don't – I'm not trusting it. No offense if they're listening to this. But I, yeah, I will believe it when I see it. We'll see. I'm, I'm I don't know crazy. if we'll get in – because, I mean, the thing is – I put this in my article too because I feel like we should try to play somebody – and I would have loved for us to pick up a game against like a Campbellsville or Berea even just to kind of keep our offense going, stay decently warm from just shooting and trying to make shots and keep some momentum going. But Sam, he said that we couldn't even schedule an exhibition game because in order to do that, you have to take off a non-conference game. And we've already played our full non-conference schedule, at least up to this point that was scheduled. So we can't really do that without a special waiver. So I don't know. I'm sure Todd has probably gone through the rule book about a hundred times and seen what all he can actually do as far as maybe picking up an opponent for this weekend. But I don't know, especially like in the thicket of conference play for just about every conference right now too. And I don't know what's going to happen. Sorry about that. Oh, I got a cough. So my question is, so you said FAU had canceled their games too because of COVID? Yeah, I think they were supposed to play maybe March. I can't remember who it was. They were supposed to play somebody, and they had to postpone. <sighs> Excuse me. I had a drink down the wrong pipe. Um, no. Yes. They had Marshall, because I was going to say, whoever they had, we might could switch, but we've already played Marshall, so – and who wants to do that again, right? Well, I mean, if we beat them again, I'd take it. They'd help <laughs> us out, too. Because they're still technically like a higher net ranking than us, which I don't understand at all. Who? Even though they're only 9-4 and four and we beat them twice. I mean, Marshall. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. The, the net rankings right doesn't make any sense at all. That's I, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, so, 
the rumor mill had uh, a Hoosier. Is who we were supposed to play, right? Well, Indiana. Wasn't it Indiana that was that was the rumor being thrown around? Well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, there's different sources that are telling us on the tell rack different things, but what I don't know. I mean, like I said, I'm not holding my breath. But I will say that the most excited I had ever been was reading Jerry Palm's uh, thing, talking about Western being in that large team, and they would be playing in Hinkle Fieldhouse. I would love that so much. I would. I need to just go ahead and take off whenever those tournament games, the first round is going to be, and just go up to Indianapolis and uh, hope that we actually have a game there instead of all the way down into Bloomington. That's a lot longer. Or, oh, God, even I think uh, Purdue over in West Lafayette, that's a drive. Like, Indianapolis is only, like, three hours from Bowling Green. But if you go to West Lafayette, that's going to be closer to five. So I really hope we were to get Banker's Life or hopefully Hinkle because Hinkle is a beautiful – it's probably one of my favorite basketball arenas. I've got to make a three on Hinkle's court. That's the greatest place I have. So (laughs) it's it's a cool experience. Um, I hear you guys keep saying that, you know, we're expected to be a uh, play-in team. A 12 seed. Uh, good thing about that is, you know, since their induction, there's always been at least one play-in team that makes the Sweet 16. With Charles Bassett, yeah. could be us this year. And I see we have a question. Someone in uh, someone in chat said, do you think we'll make the NCAA tournament? Um, I, I, I mean, we just got to win the conference, right? And then – Yeah, I think you take it one thing at a time. Pray for an at-large, but yeah. I think we need to – just, yeah, it's rough. Yeah, well, thankfully, the Alabama win is paying dividends right now because they're the team to beat in the SEC this year, which is crazy. So the fact that we were able to win, thankfully, due to their negligence at the very end of the game and not paying attention to the goaltending, (laughs) that was what kind of gave us that one. But, I mean, I still think that as long as we don't have any stupid wins, and I'm talking like losing to one of the Florida schools, or just <laughs> or losing in the first round of the conference tournament or doing something stupid like that. Is there going to be a I conference think, tournament this year? Well, I, I think they're doing it like football. I thought they were going to do it like football and maybe I, just have the yeah. best team in the West versus the best team That's in the East. That's what I heard. So we have to win the East. That is non-negotiable. <laughs> Thankfully, with Old Dominion and all these other teams getting COVID, I mean, at least that kind of separates us even more wins ahead of them. And having the resume that we had in non-conference, too, is what people are going to look at. I feel like even if we were to get into the title game and lose, as long as we don't blow any more conference games, I think that we have a really good shot of getting in that large. But, I mean, of course, we've said that the past three years with our Mm non-conference records where we would look so good against these teams and then just end up peeing down our leg. So I hope that that breaks this year because we have been waiting for Stansbury to take us to the tournament. And with all of the talent that he's had and all of these good teams and all of these big wins that we've had, didn't mean a thing because we didn't get into the tournament. So I want to see that streak finally broken because it's been way too long. We haven't gone to the NCAA tournament since my freshman year of college, and that was a long time ago. So it's time. So, okay, my thought is – is ideally we went out and <clears throat> get to conference USA went out blah 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 but I think ideally in a realistic situation we're gonna we're gonna drop some of these well probably we're, yeah we're gonna drop at least we're gonna split one or two of these games and that is not ideal but we have to win the conference mm-hmm. I'm gonna say we have to win the conference in order to get into the tournament. As long as we're playing one of the best teams. I mean, the teams, big dance, not Conference USA. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, as long as – which I guess – I think that's the way they're doing it. I mean, as long as it's a good title game, we have to get into the title game regardless. Yes. Which, if we don't do that, we're definitely not getting in that large. But I feel like – I mean, it's the whole playing to the level of our competition. If we're able to get in the NCAA tournament, I think we can make some noise just because we show up against big opponents like that. I mean, as long as it's not Louisville. <laughs> but or, uh, so, yeah, I really want us to have the opportunity to do that. I mean, oh, I mean, I think if we're like if we're a twelve seed, though, I I think we could easily make it to thirty two or six, six uh, sixteen. 
Yeah, I that's we'll always make... the magic number. Whenever if you get a twelve seed, that's where most of the upsets happen. I mean, we, when we beat Drake, that that was a twelve five split. I know that uh, we've had other wins that were probably like that as well. And of course, a lot of your big upsets that you can always bank on is going to be those five and twelve splits. Like I think it, it was either last year, no, well not last year, you know, but the last NCAA tournament we had, I think like three out of the four 12 seeds won. And that's just one of those really tricky matchups where you think one of the five seed teams, they would be the dominant team, but it's these really, really, really good mid-major teams that are placed at the 12 that end up going into the Sweet 16 sometimes. Yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly. And like I said, Um, just to to reiterate it real quick, one play-in team, usually those games are 12 seed games or 16 seed games. One one play-in team each year has a – gotten out to the sweet 16 ever since its introduction about five years ago i think and uh, i want to ask one more question before we move on do we do we uh do either you guys know like who they have us like projected to play against at at the 12 seed at the five seed i think it might have been san diego state i I can check that's a that's a win yeah well let's see while I'm doing that, I will say that I, I'm really looking forward to seeing how this tournament looks in Indiana because, I mean, just Indianapolis itself has all these different arenas. So that's going to be really cool if fans are allowed to go and it, whether there's any type of limited capacity with that or not. I'm not really sure. But, I mean, of course, the, when it's supposed to, yeah, it was San Diego State and it would be in Hinkle. And man, I would love to see that. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Um, first, I, think. I think Conference USA's strategy is just to put a curtain around everybody. <laughs> is that their main strategy most of them anyway? Well, that's what they would do in Lucas Oil Stadium for like that's the probably games. right. Yeah. Could you imagine like a three-sided curtain around every seat, every six-foot oh, apart? God. Uh, so anyway, while you're while you're talking about that, uh, Western beat MTSU on the twenty-fourth, uh, sixty-eight fifty-two. Uh, we shot about 50%. We shot 20% from three, so that went way down. Um, had 13 turnovers and 39 rebounds, so still looking good on the rebounds. And the field goal, just need to get our three-point percentage back up. Which anyway, I don't think that's going to happen. No, probably okay. not. Um, yeah. So, reached into our mailbag. Um, we haven't done our mailbag in a little while. Uh, that's on me. Um, but... We have got some uh, some questions. We got some comments, uh, and I'm going to start with football first, and we'll just kind of spitball them and throw them around the room and let everybody kind of have a comment on it. Um, so Ross wants to know what is Western's final record uh, in these last eight games. Will Tavion turn it around? I've got to pull it back up because I got to see. <laughs> I just cleared it out right before that. But Jared, I'll go to you first. What do you think our record is in these last eight games? Well, it depends on if we actually have an opponent that is healthy and is it quarantining due to COVID. But, I mean, it's just so hard to predict right now because it's just crazy times. But I feel like we should still have a really good shot. I don't think we would win out. We're not that good. I mean, even in the best seasons that we had, I mean, we wouldn't really win out in conference or anything like that. So, I mean, if we go six and two over the next eight, I would be okay with that. I mean, five and three is like scratching by at the bare minimum, in my opinion. You don't want to do any less than five and three. But, I mean, six and two, I think, is realistic. If we could go 12 and four in conference play, that's going to put us in a really good position as far as getting, potentially getting an at-large. And maybe, I mean, we, we, would, we would be a pretty good seed if we won the tournament as well. So, I think that would be really good. And I hope that Tavion gets out of whatever funk he's going through because I didn't see it, but my dad was telling me about it, how like he had a bunch of travels and got picked up a technical foul or whatever and just got really frustrated and had to sit for a while. I mean, I don't know what's going on with him, but I hope he can break out of that funk and get back to like how he was getting like 40 points against uh, Louisiana Tech at the end of the year last season. I mean, that's the Tavion. And our team looks so good when he's – playing like that and we really need him to step up right now especially down the stretch uh, yeah that's you so you said six and two yeah um I, th- I think that's i think that's realistic i think six and two is realistic um 
Because I think there are teams that we're going to sweep, and I think they're, we're going to split at least two of these teams. Like um, we have to sweep the Florida schools. Like, for yeah, sure. like if FIU and FAU, we definitely have to beat them. Um, and I th- honestly, I think Rice and North Texas are the possible splits. Um, FAU I and FAU think, beat. I think that they're going to show up for the North Texas game just to, for the way that it ended last year and how it ended up costing them a conference title at least a regular season one. And, yeah. of course, I mean, missing those free throws in clutch time. North Texas fans have been hounding Tavion Hollingsworth about that for a while. Like, I've seen the comments on his Instagram where North Texas fans are actually salty enough to keep bothering the poor guy. He's just like, all right. I mean, he's taking notes on it, so hopefully he uses it as bulletin board material. But got to play better than you are right now, though. I agree. Um, so... Uh, Jake, what what do you think? How do you think our record's going to be? Um, well, I'm going to go out on a limb here. Okay, seven and seven and one. Nice. Seven and one. So, I'm thinking so seven we, and what, one. What team do we drop it to? I'll tell you exactly which team we split with. It's Rice. Yeah, we split with Rice. And I, I don't see know. That. I don't know why, but I think for some reason we're going to split the. We're going to lose the first game to Rice. I really do. Just, just no. There's no reason in particular for me to say that, but I think we go seven and one down the stretch. We lose the first game to Rice, and then we play really good after that. Because I think, a, like you guys said, we're gonna want to whoop North Texas. Tavion, that's where his forty point game down the stretch is gonna happen, probably. You know, just like last year, but this time, you know, he gets his revenge for those IG comments, the bulletin board material. Hopefully, you know, Tavion pulls it around. But I do think we drop one of those to Rice. I don't know why it just looking at the schedule and just the way um, gut feeling is just two Friday, two twelve, eight 8 PM night game. It's we might drop that to rice, even though it's a home game. I think we might drop that one. Okay. I, I agree. I think Tavion will turn it around. Um, but uh, so our next question, uh, who is the most important piece of the puzzle for WKU to get over the hump and win a championship? Um, Jake, I'll go with you first. Um, in basketball or football? Basketball. Okay. I'm no, assuming they're talking about basketball. This was in the football thing, but <laughs> okay. we'll just go with we'll, basketball yeah. right now. We'll go with basketball right now, yes, since we're, you know, on a subject. Uh, I think the most important piece for our basketball team is uh, a guy named Luke Frampton. Um, we can't shoot. Mm-hmm. He can, but he's Mr. Hot and Cold. Let's look at the two last games, for example. Shot 50% from three and made four of them on uh, the first game last weekend and second game he didn't hit a single shot so he's mr hot and cold he hits we win he doesn't hit it's a little bit harder to win (laughs) so yeah that's yeah that's that's pretty good analysis right there jared what's your thoughts i mean personally i still think that this team does as good as josh anderson does because i think he's one of the most important pieces because like that 20 point game he had the other day we looked incredible scoring over 80 points that was what was really big for this team and him getting those huge dunks and just getting the team energized i think his energy and what he brings not just offensively but defensively too if he can stay out of foul trouble and keep getting those steals that lead to breakaway dunks that's really big because, I mean, he's been knocking down some threes too. I mean, he's really stepped up this year. Yep. And I think that this team will go as far as he does because he's an important piece. But, I mean, we still need Tavion to show up right now too. Um, Mr. Hilltopper says 8-0. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's a perfect world, and I would love to see that. And if they do go 8-0, they're definitely going to go to the Sweet 16 easy in the tournament. Um so we kind of answered this already, talking about ODU canceling with COVID and all that stuff. But who will we play in the? Uh, will we play someone this weekend? Yes or no, Jared? Uh, I mean, I don't know if Todd Stewart can pull out another game this far into most teams like non-conference, and there may be other teams that are having to sit out like us that we're healthy, we can play just because another opponent canceled on us. But I don't know how many of them are going to still be willing to try to schedule something, even if we're the ones that travel to go somewhere. I mean, I don't know how realistic that is. But I still want us to play Gonzaga, dadgummit. Give us the Zags. Well, we also have to get Hawaii and the Big Tens, or the Big East, so. It's going to happen. Hawaii and the Big East? What? Yep. Yes. That's Jared's dream. That's Jared's dream to get them to the Big East. Um, It's going to happen one day. 
I think you I can don't. buy a Xbox 360 and NCA 14 for about ten thousand dollars right now. <laughs> if you want to make that happen? Oh yeah, I mean I have a 2008 one and it's on my PSP, so I Lucky. can I still do the Dynasty on that sometimes. Heck yeah, man. Uh, Heck yeah. So Jake, um, game this weekend? Yes or no? You know, I don't think so. I don't know why, but I just again one of these gut feelings. That I just think that. I, I won a game though. I won a game bad because I think when we correct me if I'm wrong, but we dropped a game here. I'm pulling up our schedule just to make sure we dropped a couple games. No, maybe I'm thinking differently wrong. Okay. Yeah. I was definitely thinking wrong. I was say we had, I thought we had a break somewhere in there and we dropped a couple games because of it. Oh no. The break was between there was a, there was a West Virginia and Louisville. We yes. dropped, we had a cancellation. That was the break. That's what I was thinking. Yes. It seems like whenever we have cancellations, we just and we have to play an actual like good team, like or not actual good team, but like you know, and a, a team that's not like, for example, yeah, Mississippi Valley State, there, yeah. or like Mississippi Valley State, not like that, because yes. we yes. we had two cancellations between Louisville and Mississippi Valley State, and we almost dropped a hundred on them. But yes. the cancellation between uh, West Virginia and Louisville, it just when we came out there, we looked rusty. We looked like we were you know not awake. It just it just didn't look good. So I really want a game this weekend because I don't want that to happen going into FAU and us dropping a game to them. But I just don't think it happens. I don't think it happens. So I have I've got two scenarios with us having those three games canceled. If yeah, those three games canceled, I wonder if that adds three to our non-con. Pro- probably not. Maybe. <laughs> How many games have we played? So we played 17 games so far, and we have yeah. how many? Eight games left. So yeah, it's 25. Yes. The NCAA said you'd have to get a waiver if you try to play over 25. So we'll, we'll see. We happens. well with Little Rock being canceled, uh, Prairie View and another Little Rock getting canceled. I'm just wondering if those being canceled, if that like if we could still schedule somebody this weekend, because technically like they're on the books, but they were canceled. Like they never showed. So if we, if that if that works out, then I mean we could play in Indiana this weekend. If not, it's not going to happen. You know. And then now if we if Todd can do some magic and flip some games around, and you know we get an FIU or an, or a Rice or somebody in this weekend, which I don't think that's going to happen, um, that would be nice. But I don't know, especially with Rice supposed to be televised on the thirteenth. I, I I doubt it. I don't see us having a game this weekend, and I'm hoping that it doesn't come back and bite us in the butt. You know what? I think would be kind of cool is like I don't know where they're at in their conference play or if they would be available as Bellerman because uh, yeah. they're, a, they're a brand new Division One school, and of course they're in Louisville. So I think that could be yeah, a really, that'd be a really easy road trip. I think it would be pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, I think it'd be great. Winning. That could be like a win-win for both programs too. Yes, yeah. if if we could play a Bellarmine or even a Campbellsville or a Murray State, that'd be fun with me. I would love for us to play Murray State. I want that needs to be a rivalry game still in basketball Absolutely. because yeah. some of the most intense matchups that we've ever had in basketball. I mean, the biggest attendance record we've ever had in basketball before the renovations. Like almost fourteen thousand people came up to see Murray State play Western. In Diddle Arena in the seventies, like that's just a historic rivalry, and I still hate it that we aren't playing them anymore. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, John wants to know what senior Hilltoppers will be, be will be back next year. I would uh, love to see Josh Anderson come back because yes. I feel like he's improved a lot, but I don't know if it's enough for him to end up on a roster somewhere professionally. I mean, maybe overseas, but it depends on if he wants to go to the NBA or just try to go and get some money. If he wants to go to the NBA, I think he should stay another year, but if he just wants to go play professionally, I mean, I think he could maybe somewhere like where Justin Johnson is over in Italy or something like that, but I really think that he could benefit from another year. I think the team could benefit with him being another year because imagine having Jordan Rawls, Davion McKnight, and, of course, Zion Harmon next year, and then the big guy coming in to probably fill Bassey's shoes. But adding Josh Anderson to that team, I think that would be really big. Yeah. So is there any chance that Zion comes in and pulls a uh, uh, he who shall not be named? (laughs) 
No, no. This is an in-state guy. This is an in-state guy, and I think that he's really bought into Western, and I think he's going to be you – know, it's going to be fun to watch next year. I think so, I too. Gotta, I got to say something for my buddy who tuned – I shared the podcast with him. He's tuned in tonight, and we, we were on WKU campus around the same side. I'm going to have to drop, name drop he who must not be named for him because he's probably thinking, <laughs> oh, which basketball player is it? It's Mitchell Robinson. I know you're yeah. listening, Mark. Um yeah, and we've got some funny stories about him. I also have some funny stories about Lamonte Bearden. Probably not the time right now, but maybe next podcast or something. Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah. Definitely Bearden, next one. We'll talk about I have it. some great Lamonte Bearden stories. Great <laughs> ones. Well, yeah, we'll definitely have to hear those next time. Um, but I do have one more question. Um, uh, my buddy Steve, across the pond, has got a question. Uh, with the college football season now over, I've been looking at the – out-of-conference games the Tops have scheduled in the seasons ahead. They have games scheduled up to 2028, which those are, I think, mostly are projections, not really schedules. But uh, the team has a trip uh, – sorry, the team have a trip to Hawaii in 2022. They also have a brutal-looking run of visits to SEC teams in Ohio State. Uh, in 22, we've got Auburn, 23, Ohio State, 24, Alabama. 25 LSU and in 2026 we played Georgia. Obviously, we would all love to go to the Hawaii game, especially mm-hmm. me, me now, set in Britain where it has been snowing this week. <laughs> Even with Hawaii having to play games for the time being in a rinky-dink temporary stadium, but if you had to choose one of those other games mentioned, which would you like to go to and why? Uh, so we have Auburn, Ohio State, Alabama, LSU, and Georgia. Jake, which one would you choose first? It's a hard, hard choice for me, but for me, I would want to say it's between LSU and Ohio State. And I'll tell you, I've never, I've never been to an LSU game. I'd like to go. Baton Rouge seems like a fun place, and it's uh, pretty close to uh, New Orleans, right? I think. Yes. Yeah. So it's, it's a few hours. I think it's a couple hours away at least. But yeah. yeah so. So just the fact that I've been to – I mean, the reason I want to go back to Ohio State is because I've been to two Ohio State games. And because when, when I was in high school, Sean Neuenberger was one of my really good friends. Uh, I don't know if you guys know who that is. He kicked for Ohio State for a long time. He held the okay. best record in a season for him. And he always used to take me on the recruiting trips up there. So that was really cool. I got to meet a lot of people, who, like athletes who were involved with the Ohio State program, like Mike Conley and Archie Griffin – um, I didn't meet LeBron James, but I stood close to him. So I'll take that as a single. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, Thad, Thad Mata. Yeah. And so it was, it was great. And honestly, the whole atmosphere at Ohio State is really, really awesome. And it would be between Ohio State and LSU. But since I've never been to LSU, I'll say LSU. I will say as someone who's been to LSU, LSU was a lot of fun. Um, when Western played LSU back in the day, um, they brought the tiger out and all that stuff. And <laughs> it was, it was really fun. And of course, LSU fans are super nice. I I've been to several sec teams or sec football games with Western or against Western. Um, when I was a freshman in 2006, they played Georgia and I did not get to go to that one. Um, but we played Florida the next year and uh, Alabama and, you know, Tennessee and all of them. So I've been to most of the SEC stadiums. I did not go to Auburn, and I have not been to Georgia. So it would be either Auburn or Georgia, and you know I, that I would do that before I would do Ohio State, and that's because I would want to finish out the SEC schools. Because because I've been to Kentucky, and no offense to Kentucky fans <laughs> that stadium is nowhere near in comparison to, you know, the history of say Alabama or mm-hmm. some of these other stadiums. Um, you know, the sec is almost historic in football. And for me, I'd have to finish it out with Auburn or Georgia. Uh, Jared, what's your, where's your vote? Honestly, the Ohio state game is the one that intrigues me the most. Cause if you think about it, Columbus, isn't that far away. Yeah. And I mean, of course, like being the music person I am, being able to see their marching band, I know that that's like one of the biggest marching band shows. <laughs> Best that band in the land. 
Yeah, I mean, they're incredible. I think just that entire experience would be really cool, especially if we were to beat them somehow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, if it, for one of the SEC schools, I mean, going to Bryant-Denny Stadium, I think that would be a cool experience, seeing us play Alabama. I mean, I'm sure that they're going to be one of the best teams still by that yeah. period. I mean, I know that Fletcher would be screaming if he's listening to this, saying, go to Auburn, go to Auburn, go to Auburn. <laughs> I mean – I mean, that's another big one, too. I mean, of course, both of the big Alabama schools, I mean, have a lot of history. But, I mean, the Ohio State one is definitely my number one. And going to Columbus, and then I could go to Jack Hanna's Zoo and all of that stuff. So. <laughs> that would be cool. Um, and I will tell you, Steve, spoiler alert, Hawaii has been in the, quote, books since uh, 2009 or 10. Yeah. They've been saying every like four years out, they're saying, yeah, we're going to play Hawaii. And spoiler alert, I stuck around just to go to Hawaii and it never happened. So hashtag so. move Hawaii to the conference USA. I mean, hashtag we already go all the Hawaii way to the big East. <laughs> well, no, because if you think about it, we already play El Paso, which is literally like two time zones away from us. Let's just go ahead and add Hawaii while we're at it. Exactly. My only problem with Hawaii is a logistics way. Like, logistically, how are we going to, you know, get stuff shipped overseas that we need? Because we literally take a semi full of stuff. Yeah. How are you going to get that over there? There ain't no ferries. Yeah, there's no ferries that literally carry the semi across the water. Um, but I digress. That's um, when you get Kitley, if he's still on the coaching staff, to message his protege, uh, Patrick Mahomes. Be like, yo, can we borrow a private jet real quick and load all this stuff <laughs> up in, on here and hope that he pulls through? That's right. Um, so Western has no games thus far scheduled as of this podcast that is recorded on Wednesday night. Um, so if there's something news that breaks tomorrow or Friday, you know, check the towel rack. We'll have those up and – Talking about the next game. Uh, but after that, we will play uh, FAU, I believe. And we'll get with that next week and talk to you more about that then. Um, that's all I've got tonight, guys. Jake, it's been it was been it's awesome, bud. I'm glad you can make it on the show. Mm-hmm, for sure, um, yeah. Definitely I'm have to. Can... Go ahead, Jerry. I was going to say glad. I was going to say glad you could join us finally. Yes, yes. <laughs> Echo praise. Yes. For this. yes, this has been a lot of fun. Uh, it's mm-hmm. glad to have you on here. And we end the show every week with, uh, like always, guys, go oh tops. <laughs> roll, oh, go tops. Go tops. Yes. <laughs> I almost said roll tops. I was like, hmm. oh, no. Yeah, Jared will fire you from the tower rack, so don't do yeah, that. I was no, saying, that's, that's, that's really big. When I was in, when I was at WKU, that was really big. We always, you know, get drunk and yell that for no reason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, hey, guys, uh, like, share, and subscribe as always. Uh, we appreciate your support on all our platforms that we're on. And as always, guys, go tops. Go tops. Go tops.